0: What is up? What is up? What is up, everyone? Everyone, everyone. It is another day, another time, and another week for Will Talk Monday. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, before we get into our intro video and all of that, I have a question for you on the night. Same question I asked you on last week. Are you keeping it real with us yet? If not, go over to our Facebook page and like us on Facebook on Will Talk Monday. Like us on YouTube under the WebMJHC3 Ministries YouTube channel. Also, you can find us on Instagram under We'll Talk Monday and on TikTok as We'll Talk Monday. Go over there and like us and subscribe to us and listen to our podcast when it releases at 12 midnight. I have my sister, Miss Daisy, up in the building with me on the night. What up, sis?
1: Hey y'all! Hey James, how you doing? How you doing? You know, it's
0: been a while. So it's like, I feel like I feel like I haven't been on all year because you know we took that. Oh uh, man, we took. I think we took that little break, and it was much needed. That break was yeah. much needed, for Yeah. We have our guest on here. I see my team little dog team. needs.
1: Child, that thing. Hi uh,
0: y'all. Before we let our guests introduce themselves, we're going to hit this in Swole. Y'all know how we start off We'll Talk Monday. So let's go, let's go, let's go. As this in is playing, I want you to like, tag, answer. Tell everybody, tell somebody that We'll Talk Monday is on. Let's go. What is up? What is up? What is up, y'all? It is another day, another time, and another week for We'll Talk Monday. Woo! By the way we're gonna go into prayer at this time and then we're gonna move on into our topic dear lord heavenly father we come to you once again we thank you for another day and another day's blessing We thank you for our guests. We thank you for everything that you have done and all that you are doing for us in our lives. We'd ask you to bless this soul. Let something be said or done that is a help to somebody. Bless us as we go into this discussion. Let us not only be real, but let us be godly as well. And let us just let your name get all the glory in this conversation. Your many blessings we ask in your son Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So, Pastor, we're going to let you introduce yourself on tonight.
2: Hi, I'm Danita. I'm also known normally for most people as Pastor D. Um, I am out of North Carolina. I'm honored to be a guest on tonight. I have been pastoring now for one year. I've been in ministry for probably at least 16, 17 years. I have been preaching the gospel I am a mother of three, a grandmother of four, and um, I'm just here to have some, I guess, conversation and talk. Um, I also work at the Canopy Hotel, so I do work outside of ministry. Um, I'm not a singer or anything, but I'm a prayer warrior and a preacher, so we do have service on Sunday. I have service on um, Bible study on Thursdays, and then I do usually at midnight prayer on Friday nights, um, as long as I'm not having to work. I am doing that midnight prayer. So thank you.
1: Look at you (laughs) loaded. Busy. That's a powerhouse for you for the um, body of Christ.
0: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And we thank you for taking your time out to come on this podcast and have this conversation with us on tonight. So you all if you're hearing some echo in the background, I do apologize. It's on my end. I'm not sure what it is, but we're gonna we're gonna figure this out and we're gonna get this going tonight. We're gonna have a great discussion tonight. The devil is not gonna get the glory out of this tonight. So tonight, our conversation is going to be on is this the end? Meaning, as you look on social media a lot you are seeing where sometimes a guy is proposing to a young lady and the young lady says no. And the conversation that we're having tonight is, if you say no to the proposal, is this the end of the relationship? So since I'm having some hard static on my end, Daisy, I'm going to let you ask the questions on the night and then I'll come in and answer them as well as i get a chance
1: all right so you know james had to come through with the static because he just wanted me to do all the work tonight that's what's really going on Okay. Like, hey.
0: exactly exactly
1: <laughs> he, he he on the low it's okay we can help him out because you know he do a whole lot all right so sis and brother let me um pull up the questions can y'all see me even though i have the questions up Uh
2: uh-huh.
1: Okay, cool. That's cool. All right. So the first question for us is: When should marriage be talked about in a relationship? When should marriage be talked about in a relationship? Um, being as though it's two ladies, we'll let the uh, the guests have the honors and go first.
2: (laughs) For me, I'm going to say when you're at a certain age, and you're at my age, getting close to fifty.
0: um, I'm gonna say I go in the door. Hold on one second. <laughs> fifty where? Fifty where? Fifty
2: where? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yes, I'm. I'm close to fifty. Yes, I am. Uh, so I'm very upfront about that. Pretty much going in the door. So it is known that um, I just had this discussion at work today with a co-worker, you know, he was like, Oh, I want to wait two or three years. And I was like, unless a woman's really focused on career and business, you're not keeping a woman waiting that long. However, for me, I go in the door with that conversation, because I want to make sure we're definitely even before we get any feelings, anything going on, we're both thinking marriage is the goal. We don't date. I don't date without purpose. I'm not dating just to say I'm dating. I don't waste my time or somebody else's. So I definitely go in the door discussing. This is my end goal is marriage. And yeah, not two or three years, neither. But <laughs> this is the end goal. If I'm going to give you a chance, I see marriage and I see you as a potential husband. So that's where I'm at with that.
1: I like that answer. I'll go last. James, you can go
0: uh for me used to us would say when when for me I can honestly say when you can see yourself building a future with that person that is when marriage goes on the table like i can honestly say that with where i am now that conversation came on the table within three dates, <laughs> like three conversations, we was talking about that. And it was like, yeah, that may seem soon to a lot of people. However, you gotta, if you know wanting out of life, and you know that, hey, if it's real, it's real. And for me, where I'm at now, I'm not here for no games. I'm 33. I'm in ministry. I'm working a lot. I do a lot in ministry. So, the last thing I got to do, last thing I have time for is to play games. I'm looking to build a future with somebody. So, hey, I need to make sure you're on that same page that I'm on. Because if you ain't on that page of building a the future, then, hey, you can get to step in, we can go our separate ways, we can be friends, however, I'm not about to waste no five years on you when I know deep down we ain't on that same wavelength as goes.
1: Yeah, I agree with both of you um, on your response and I wanna add in my response that, so when I was younger asking me this question of course, we're probably all like, that wasn't even a topic in dating. And uh, as you guys were responding, I was thinking back, just, you know, taking it back a few. And I'm like, wow, in my past, I just dated. Relationship, we never talked about that. But when you grow so much not that just in age or growth but growth in god your whole perspective change and so knowing what i know and where god has me god ain't put me here to be dating no man for no two three four five years and then we ended up living together and no god created me to be a whole wife okay and we we have worked. ultimately now we have work to do together when we're joined in union now on a biblical perspective god is creating that union so we can go forth together because you know what one or one and two is one two is better more powerful than one and we're forced when we're together right and so it's bigger than just um a relationship and just just joining in marriage but it's god what do you want us to serve how do you want us to serve you together in ministry uh, where are you taking us together god and what is our assignment together as a union so it's really bigger than what society and what culture may now look at marriage and i was one i was a part of the culture when i was younger you know it was just like yeah we get married whenever we get married but no i because i'm in ministry and i'm serving the lord i'm an ambassador for the lord i know that he is picking my man out for me my husband out for me and when we join together it is not for our glory yeah we're gonna get benefits from it you know what i'm saying but ultimately it is to serve the Lord and for the kingdom of God. So yeah, we got, If I'm going to know that that man for me because he's going to come to me and be like, look, I'm not trying to waste your time. This is what I want. And you looking for marriage because that's what my goal is. You feel me? So that's my response on that one. Y'all want to add anything to that before I go to the next question?
2: I do. I want to say, because that's very the key when you are in ministry and depending on where you are in ministry as pastors, especially. um, I just don't believe that we should be just loosely dating. um, Dating for years at a time, periods at a time, because it doesn't look good. And the scripture tells us, don't let your good be evil spoken of. And people will assume, even if you're not, there's no way you're dating that long and you guys aren't having sex. <laughs> and so <laughs> we have to be real, Man. Right? <laughs> <In our laughs> real. Even if we're not, you first of all, don't want to give people that assumption, right? Um, we hold, we are held to a certain standard and not even by people, even by God, if we're just real with ourselves, we're still held to a certain standard. Um, And so with being in ministry, especially as pastors, no, Um, but just being in ministry, we still have to be careful because um, I often love to be honest and just say, since he said we could be transparent, is that if you have a strong and high anointing, your sex drive is just as high. And there is no sense in playing games and playing with your flesh or playing in fire and think you're not going to have the possibilities of getting burned. So, yeah, I'm not going to be, you know, um, leaving that on the out there on, on the table like, yeah, we're just, you know, no, because that is just not something we should do. And we have to be very mindful when we are in ministry that we are examples and people are looking at us and they're looking to us. in a lot of times and we are the only Jesus that some people will see. And one thing we never want to do is be responsible for leading people astray, Um, sending people off thinking like, oh, well, my pastor has been dating for 20 years or 15 years. I don't mean it. Probably shouldn't use that number. Um, But, you know, it happens. Um, We know a well-known pastor who was doing that, you know, for 20 years. That's not good. Right. Um, And now we're finding out more information that is like people are like, oh, my God, I know none of you guys are real anymore. And this is why we have to step up and be examples those of us who are getting started in ministry, those of us who are starting as pastors, you know, to change the narrative that no, we really mean Jesus for real, and we mean our salvation. And even with dating as a single pastor, it's very hard, very challenging. Um, you know, even my inbox, <laughs> you know, I have to monitor what comes and what's entertained in my inbox. Um, so yeah, I think that with being in ministry, we definitely can't loosely date or be just thinking like, oh, you know, it's not a big deal because it really is. We are examples. Somebody's always watching us, even if we think they're not. Okay, you can have it back. You, That's you good. Go
1: ahead James, okay. you want us to say
0: something
1: on it?
0: Go on ahead, <laughs> sis.
1: Go. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh You hit on something very powerful right there when you said that we cannot let our good be evil spoken of. For me, at this point in my life where I am at, I don't have no, like I said earlier, I don't have no five years to give you of getting to know each other, what's your favorite color, all of that. We can find that out after we get married. We got a lifetime to figure all that out. But where I'm at now We have kingdom building to do, and we cannot do kingdom building if we are separate. Two is better than one, so we got to make sure that we are coming together on one accord. And where I'm weak at, she may be strong at. So I need her to help me push to another level, and that I may be held back on right now. So you got to make sure that you link with that right person that is going to be able to see through some of the things that she's overlooking. But I might think that this young lady is just coming in my inbox for prayer. She can look at that message and be like, this girl don't want no prayer. Why she want prayer at 12 o'clock in the morning? Come on now. So it's like little things that I may overlook, she'll be able to see. So yeah, you got to have that.
1: uh. Um i agree with both of you guys and i just wanted to add before i go to the next question because y'all um pastor brought up some pastor Danita brought up something um so a lot of people may look at time frames and say okay i want to be married if i'm dating i want to be married in five years let's date for five years and what i have seen in the course of this year when our heavenly Father say, you know, these kingdom marriages is gonna happen, okay? Uh, people have gotten married within a month, and so some may say, "Oh, that may end in divorce." But do you know that I've also known people to be um, dating for five, ten years, get married, and get divorced right away. So when you when you're really being instructed by God and God is sorting out your husband and your wife, ain't no time frame. You can meet, get married within a month because you just, you're just going to know. Because scripture says that we are in that man, that rib, we are connected by rib. And so you will just know. And that just comes to show a lot of people in, you know, the world and society that are getting married. Um, Aren't necessarily getting married for the right reasons and it's just it's what it is It's just really for a wedding and not the marriage part of it Just for the glitz and glamour and you know, let's throw this million-dollar weather and change and all You can have all that if that's what God wants you to do But they have their perspective all wrong and so they're not getting married to be joined through sickness and in health. And that's why the, rate, the divorce rate rate is so high because they're doing it for the wrong reason. And so that's why God coming through with these kingdom marriages to lead by examples, like Pastor Danita said, because we got to get back to the bridesman and the bride's groom. And God is going to do that through us. So I just wanted to add on that. All right, y'all. So the next question that we are going to get into is could you stay in a relationship with someone if you wasn't ready to marry them? Could you stay with that person if they're not ready? If the if like say the guy asks um, and the, the, the girl says no, could you guys still stay in a relationship after that if they're not ready to get married? James, um, you want to go first
0: this time? I would have to know the reason why they're not ready to get married. Is it because of financial reasons? If it's because of financial reasons, let's be all the way one hundred. For me, we don't have to do no big wedding. We can do it at a courthouse, just me and you, and God being there, and the judge being there, and I'm happy with it. Is it because of other reasons. It would have to be a good reason for us not to get married, for me to be willing to be staying with this person because of the, if they say no to me asking them to marry me. Because at that point, I feel like if he's saying no now, it's going to be a no for forever. Because if you ain't ready now, you ain't never going to be ready. So why am I sitting here wasting my time when I could be moved on. You really say me, you really did me a favor by saying no now. So let me go on. Obviously, you are not the one for me because the one that God has for me, when I ask them to marry me, the answer isn't going to be, let me think about it. The answer isn't going to be, maybe later on in a couple of years. The answer is going to be, yes, fight off, jump. There is no, let me think about it. Because what God has joined together, let no man take us under. So it would have to be a good reason. And we would have to pray to God, and God would have to come and show me himself, Look, this <laughs> is your woman. However, just give her a little more time. Give her a little more time. I'm working on her.
1: Right, right, right. Um, I'll go next since I have that that thought right on my 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 brain zone, right? So it made me think about were these two individual before God and before the proposal at what point did you take your eyes off of God again I can I can only share I'm gonna share this first from a biblical you know standard because we're all in ministry we all follow God we are allowing God to lead us right so biblically You got to seek God first and the two, if you're in a relationship, that is a conversation that the three of y'all should be having in prayer. If you don't already know when you're dating that person, right? So it should never come to a point and it happens. It happens because sometimes we may hear the wrong thing. One thing that's always active that we could, we have to kill every day is the flesh and our hearts desire. And sometimes if you're not careful, your heart's desire and your flesh will overpower and over, um, be louder than what God is telling you to do because of what you really want to do. You want that person, but it may not be the one for you. I had a situation where a few years back, someone asked me and died. um, you know, they started dating someone dah, 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 and, and <clears throat> I think that, I think that's the, I, I think that's the one or something to that extent. I'm just paraphrasing. So my question was, because this is a man of God, my question was, did God tell you that that woman is for you? No, but <laughs> now you already set yourself up. You are already setting yourself up because you're already saying their motives was they were raised to not, like we said, not to waste no time and because they are strong men of God. Now we gotta be, we gotta know that these Jezebel counterfeit spirits will lure these men from what they really know that they're hearing from God. You feel me? And so it was surprising to me, this man that go hard for God that just led me to like God, if she ain't the one for him, remove because he's blinded at this point. So he was just always raised to not waste any time not to be dating forever like we said because he's a man of god and to you know marry the woman that he's with so i said to him it is not correction not just to marry the woman you're with because you're you're raised to not date forever but you gotta go before god and say is this my wife because if this is not my wife then you're you're headed into a trouble zone because then you'll be moving off of religion and not from what God wants you to do. And that's the problem. A lot of times maybe, you know, believers, they move off of, you got to be married. You can't have sex before marriage. And we run into these, um, wedding that God didn't even ordain for us to be. in. so then it looks bad on us because people are always watching us. But let's be real. A lot of times we come before God because what our flesh and our hearts desire on are what religion that we were raised under. So I just wanted to um, shed that light on that question there, and to answer the question before we go to Miss um, Pastor Denita. Um, now, for, if I would stay with the person, if it, yeah, we would have to separate for a bit, and I would have to fast and go before God because I don't make no decisions without God, and so. If I was the male and it, it, it was the other way around and this woman said no to me, I'll be like, well, did I step out of the presence of the Lord? I would have to pull back myself and I would want to do some soul searching, some spirit searching, some guidance, because then you're going to be led astray because then this woman going to be tagging you along. And that may not be the woman for you. So I we need to revisit this. We need to break it off. And I need to go back to God because something ain't right. Because God supposedly, maybe his heart told him and he maybe thought that God said that he, that's his wife, but if she didn't say no, God could reveal to him, that is your wife, but not right now. Or that's not the woman for you. Like, we gotta stop making hasty decisions. So that would be my response on that. It's on you, Pastor.
2: Okay, so... I want to piggyback off and go back just a little bit of something you said. I think a lot of times people are getting married in the church based on looks. A lot of men are marrying out of their flesh based on looks. Um, She looks the par. Um, She dresses the par. Um, Well, I can preach. She can preach. I can sing. She can sing. Um, Or she's so-and-so's daughter, right? Or her mom is so-and-so's you know, that's so-and-so's grandmother. And we're not looking at the person. We're not really looking beyond the flesh. We're looking at, oh, she looks good or, oh, he looks good. Or, you know, I can preach and, you know, I'm highly anointed. He seems to be highly anointed, but we're not looking at, first of all, I say this all the time, I'm not marrying a pastor. I'm not marrying the apostle. I'm not marrying the prophet. I'm marrying the man. This is who I got to live with. (laughs) Um, This is who I got to wake up with. You know, are you churchy nonstop and, you know, not fun, not, not balanced. But a lot of times we can get caught up in that real quick um, based on, like I said, um, you know, who so-and-so's, your dad and mom might be fantastic people. You might be Chucky. So (laughs) you might not be who your parents are. You might be abusive and your dad has never hit your mom. So for me, I'm real touchy on that, but I see a lot of marriages in that situation and divorces in that situation because, or they're staying married and putting on this show because now everybody is looking and expect you all to stay married and you're at home sleeping in separate beds, have separate lifestyles, you're really divorced <laughs> in real life, but you're married on paper, right? And in front of the public. Um, but I wanna go back to the question. The question was would, now if the tables was turned, no. If you say no to me, I'm probably just gonna be real with you, no. There's no point of me staying. Um, I don't see any reason why you would say, let's push this back. I don't want to do this. So I'm just going to, unlike my sister, who, you know, she's probably safer than me right this moment. I'm just going to be real. Like, no, I'm not even going to pray about it because clearly, if you're saying no and we've gotten that far that, you know, clearly somebody feels the courage to ask, that means we've gotten pretty far. And now, when the time comes, you're saying no. um, I'm not going to wait around for you to decide if you'll ever say yes, if you're going to change your mind or are you is there because my mind honestly is just going to really think, are you weighing options now? Are you weighing your options at the end of the day? Are you weighing your options Um, because you knew how much money I made? (laughs) You knew where I worked. You knew what I did. You know who I am. So. Are you weighing your options or 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 or? Are you allowing the enemy to really speak to you that clearly? And if that's the case as well, I don't know if we're really on the same page. Because at this point, we both should love each other enough that we know. And two, that's if we get married. And then what? The enemy starts talking to you, you're going to start doubting if I should still be married to you? Should you change your mind? So for me, it's it's a clear no. <laughs> and that's just real talk. For me, that's it's a clear no. We're done. Like It's over. You don't have to worry about it. We can remain friends, but there won't be a chance for you to tell me no again or us to be a no again.
0: Ma'am, you, Daisy knows you was all in my back door, all in my life, everything. Because what some of the things that I dealt with in the past where I was dating somebody just because they look cute on my arm. That was good arm candy. We definitely turned heads when we walked in the building. And I'm like, do you see the heads we turn when we walk in this building? Do y'all see how good we look in the photo together? My cousin, which is my god sister, which is younger than me, we was out celebrating my birthday. My cousin looked at me. I'm like, what do you think about it, sis? What do you think about it? Isn't he amazing? Isn't he amazing? My cousin's like, do you want my honest opinion? I'm like, yeah, be honest with me. Be honest with me. She said, she ain't going to be here two more months. And I'm like, and of course, at that moment, I'm trying to defend it. I'm like, you don't know what she's talking about. Like, blah, 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 blah. Like, you don't even know. Like, she's a sweet girl. She looked at me. She's like, the whole time we was at dinner, she was playing with her phone. Not one time did she even pay attention to you. Two months. Within a month situation that ended and i'm like how did i miss the red flags but it was because i was blinded by the fact of what everybody else was telling me oh man y'all look good together y'all are a power couple y'all are a power couple y'all are goals No, if god if god hasn't ordained it i don't want it so yeah I had to touch on that. I was cracking up. I'm like, wow.
1: Yeah, you know you always in trouble. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Especially with this one right here. Especially
2: Listen, with... Me. Listen,
0: okay. At all. Listen, when I tell you my brother
1: came a long way, that man stayed in trouble with me and the sisters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We we have a chat because we have a godly view show mm-hmm. and we be in the chat going on in on James. He slowed down a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. I'm so happy God snatched and choked him, right?
0: Because coming for me I, right I, now. I, I think
1: it was as hard on him as I was because I'm like we were all like James, another girl. And they were all beautiful, and I'm like, "That y'all not even gonna be together that long." And he's like, sis, how you know that? Cause I just know." So he is not lying. He was one of them.
0: I was. I was. I was. <laughs> he, I got blinded I to, by oh, the. Oh, she looks fine.
1: I gotta ask you a question, to to that, what you just said, that you were one of them. At what age or at what point did that change for you? And I want to change the question, James. The next question was kind of similar to what this previous question was. The next question was, is there such thing as maybe? I think that kind of yeah. sums it up yeah. with a no. So I'm going to replace that, because we were talking about kind of looks, right? So for all of us, we can start off with James. The next question I want to replace and say, um. At what point or what age did is looks not a big thing for you anymore? Because I know I'm, I'm picky. <laughs> Listen, I was, I was, am picky. <laughs> I'm, I tore my list up because God instructed me to, because if y'all seen my list, y'all would have been like, so you just want God to fall out the sky. Right.
2: <laughs> Okay, there's a couple that yell, yeah, he's cl- Their God's sons are real close. Um, I can name a couple
0: that are like, Yeah, God, I think you really made them exes. <laughs> you took exes the back, that's your best play I can right name now. A couple of women that are like that. I can definitely name a couple of women yeah. that are like that. Yeah, Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been his best clothes. I mean, good work. He did your good work on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, goodness. I just be praying. I'm like, God, you know, you know what I like. Don't worry So, James, what what, what was the changing point for you in the whole looks and her just looking great on your arm?
0: For me, the changing point was when God had to basically snatch me up and he basically got me in the corner by myself. And he was like, do you want your perfect mate or your purpose mate? He's like, cause your perfect mate is not gonna be the one that's gonna drive you to the purpose that I have for you. But the one that is gonna drive you to the purpose that I have for you is gonna be perfectly made for you. So I had to definitely like, I had to check my list, look at my list and I was like, you know what? Okay, if I'm not careful, I'ma miss out on some good a good woman because of the simple fact of she don't check off every list, everything on this list. And I think for me, the final swell for me was when the last time that I had broken up with someone, and it had gotten to the point to where I'm always saying it's their fault, it's their fault, it's their fault. And as I'm saying that this time, I had to check myself. I'm like, wait, I've been here before. Maybe it ain't always them. Yes, maybe they did some jacked up things. Yes, maybe they messed up, but let's take a look at yourself. Look in the mirror. Was you doing everything that she was supposed to be doing? Was you giving her the time that you needed to give her? No, you was dedicated to your work. Daisy will tell you, I would be texting up at five o'clock and three o'clock in the morning, coming up with different ideas. God's like, do you want what I got for you? It's going to require you to take time to invest in it. And you got to let go of what you want and surrender your will to my will. So I just finally had to let go and let God and I ended up getting blessed in the long run.
1: Okay, I'm so happy you
0: listen to God because you because you know you know you know why. Fastness <laughs> on you, pass this.
2: You for know me. I'm sick of you, right? You know I, I'm sick of you, Daisy. She coming straight for you tonight. So <laughs> she you. is. I'm not liking it. She throw you all the way under the bus tonight. <laughs> she ain't fast go She ain't clutching at all. She does, no good
0: the bus is here. The road is here. She's just driving right through. Like, don't care about no red light. Don't care about no stop sign. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I see.
2: He got you later. I'm sure. Um, so for me, honestly, I don't really think it was an age, right. That it wasn't all about looks. I don't think I, right, let me just say this because I don't really ever think I've been a person that's all about looks. Um, but it definitely has changed some of the things I would say that can really ever said I had a list, but if I did, I guess some things have changed simply because of my marriage that I was in. so after my divorce, I learned that certain things that people think are very important, you could have that, and it' still be a really bad marriage. and so for me, it was a matter of um now at this age and where i'm at in ministry and where god has taken me because now i fully understand where he's taken me um for let me say the most part because <laughs> i don't think we ever fully know but we have a good idea in some areas he'll share the rest is just kind of i didn't seek and i guess you'll find it <laughs> um you'll find out So for me, I would definitely have to say that it was definitely my marriage and going through a divorce and learning even at the after effects of the divorce that this time around, there are some things it's more spiritual than it is natural. Definitely want a kingdom minded marriage. Now, do I have certain things I like? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do we all have certain things? Absolutely. When we look at the Bible, when it talks about, you know, Leah not being fair to look up on, but Rachel was right. So we are human and God doesn't take away our humanness. Um, but it shouldn't be such a list that, like he said, you know, you want looks or you want purpose, <laughs> right? Because you could always have the looks, but far and few people promote the purpose. So for me, I think I just want like, okay, God, I want five great things, right? <laughs> I want him to be fair to my eyes. Like I will not stand here and act like, oh no, I want him to be fair to look up one to me. Nobody else has to think he's fine. I do. I don't want God to wake up to this, this man. You know what I mean? Even when he's, we had a heated fellowship, I still want to see him like, you would be glad you're fine <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's sparing you just a little longer, right? As a figure of speech. <laughs> oh, I hope this is really keep it real. Because um, <laughs> I'm really real. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: yes. I love it. I love it. I love it.
2: Is so for me, yes. I want him to be fair to look upon. I want him to be attractive to me. Um, I want him to have certain things that like, yeah, okay. Um, I have a thing with feet. Like, I don't want a man with ugly feet. Like, that just really is that whole, please God, don't let this man have ugly feet. Like, can we just not have that right <laughs> can we just not have that um i have posted this post on facebook about this man's feet i was just like oh my see this is what i'm talking about this is why i say lord he said write the vision and make it plain <laughs> so it is plain lord i need a man with nice looking feet oh <laughs> please forgive me i ain't this is my first time on his show he was like she is not coming back daisy who did you
0: invite <laughs> Oh, you're coming back. You are coming back. I promise you. You are coming back. Well, thank you ahead of time. But yeah, so for me, you know, you can be
2: real with God because God does know us, right? I'm never gonna be like, okay, God will just give me anything. Uh nah, uh-uh. Like, uh, I posted another thing on Facebook where the lady clearly her prayer was just Lord, let him be saved. And this man only had three teeth, right? Like, come on. So let's be real with ourselves. God, we still gotta, we still got that human side of us. And so, yes, please let my husband be fair to look up one to me. He does not have to be um, Boris Kojo because that man is one fine man, right? He's just fine. He doesn't have to be him. He doesn't have to be smooth like Denzel. He doesn't have to be smooth like him. Be nice because Denzel is a Capricorn like me. So I understand Denzel, right? Doesn't have to be that. But he does have to like football because like, there are certain things like, yes, God, I'm so detailed. Like I want a husband who likes football. And if he doesn't, he's willing to learn football. And if as long as he doesn't become an Eagles fan or, you know, I'm okay. As long as he stays a Cowboy fan or somewhere out of the division, we good. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not over there in the corner. I'm not sure I'm what that means.
0: Cowboys for life. Come on. Oh, oh,
2: okay. See, we all right. Okay. So. <laughs> right that. But um, so there are things that I think that we can be real with ourselves that, you know, God, it doesn't have to be like this all 10 things, right? I'm okay with like, like I said, there's just certain things like yoga. God. But at my age, like I said, it's a matter of I really do want somebody who has purpose. I want a man who's not intimidated of my purpose. And I think a lot of times us as women, we don't think about that until the time hits and we're like, this person doesn't even want me to walk in my real purpose, right? So I have to understand that I tell them in up front, like, I really am not boastfully, humbly, but I carry a high anointing so that you're not going in a door thinking, you know, oh, she's just because some people hear how I talk and then they take it like that's just me. And then when they hear me preach or pray, then they're like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Right. That's not who I thought you were. And I was engaged to a guy who was intimidated by my ministry. And my level of anointing is not even it wasn't even that then. So those are some things that just not even looks. And um, I hope I didn't stray too much off your question, but not even just looks. Those are certain things that are just as important for us as, you know, me as a single woman, that you better be honest with yourself about who you are and honest with the person that you're even getting serious about with where you are ministry wise, where you're going and your anointing level, because a lot of times it can clash. Like, you know, I know a lot of men who are intimidated by strongly anointed women and feeling like, oh, we can't submit. I can submit at home, but I am not going to get in the pulpit and downplay. Who I am. Even as a prophet, like, I'm not going to get out there and downplay my my role as a prophet, I'm going to speak boldly, <laughs> you are no timid prophet. Right. And so those are things I think we have to look at. And so okay, I'm going to yield the floor. <laughs> Yeah,
1: um, you had me cracking up. I was choking. I don't know if you saw that. I almost had to listen. Good thing my little puppy is here because she came to check on me. Because I was like, <laughs> listen. Was cracking up. That was
0: funny. Oh, now you're, thankful for, no. dog, now you're <laughs> thankful for my dog, me. Now you're thankful for my dog, meat. Now you're thankful for it. I don't want mean, to hear it. I don't want to hear it.
1: Just, just all in my face. She won't leave my face alone. Um so for me where it changed was when god really said you got to destroy that list number one because i sat down and i said to god what am i keyword what am i doing wrong and he said first you gotta throw away that list because i'm gonna the thing is what Was on that list. Some things may have been different though. He knows our hearts desire You got to give him room because he knows ultimately what will last for us for a lifetime and I said, well, God, you got a great point (laughs) Because obviously it hasn't worked my way I was dating the same men with different name and they look a little different But they all act the same. It was just like one jumped out of the other person's body, came into the, they was just jumping. Nice. <laughs> they were just Y'all I'm like, it? I'm going through the same cycle. I'm going through the same pattern, the same exact thing. And I said, well, God, you the matchmaker because I'm horrible at it. And my flesh just wanted what it wanted, built fine, Tall, attractive men that work out and safe and got a little disc, yeah, a little hood. And no, God was just like, what in the world? This girl the lost her mind. But that's when it changed for me. And as God transformed me, my walk with Him and my life, I realized that, of course, God is always right. I was like god was right i, I thought about my list because i really destroyed it I, it was on paper i really destroyed it but i remember some of the things and god would do that sometimes to sit you down and have you reflect and see where he pulled you like honestly destroying that list even grew me because it was keeping me bound to that lifestyle or um those men that carried those straight and yeah i can go out i can go out anytime today and meet anyone. I've been single for a while. Yes, because I'm doing it God's way. And I like being covered and protected because I know once God pushed me back out there with the the right man, it's going to be my husband. And so I said, well, God, when I thought about how I've grown and what he's doing in my life, and I said, the list I had, that man would have been like, no, you go ahead on and go preach. What you preaching about today? What that mean? And (laughs) And that just was not, how was that going to work with with the walk and with the mantle that I have to carry for the kingdom of God? How was that going to work? And so we don't understand a lot of times when God tell us, no, not him. No, no. I know your flesh want that because the man fine, but that's trouble. And I swear the only regret I have is not listening to our daddy. Like I could have just, but it created a, a story. It created a story. But yes, that's when I pulled back and <clears throat> I stopped searching with my flesh and with the, um, the natural eyes, the spiritual eyes can see the, the counterfeits now because God got me right there. Like me and God partner, we're partnering in this matchmaking process. So when they jump in my mail, in my inbox, now I can be like, oh lord he gonna end up cheating on me like i can see all of that (laughs) like seriously and i've had people like oh so you're not gonna say nothing if only you know what i can see in the spiritual realm like sir you can't even get a high and it's not being rude it's just saving myself because listen the the devil looked for open portal at any time so he can hop skip his black little ugly self on in somewhere and be a part of somebody matchmaking <clears throat> but that was it for me um let me
0: see what what wait you you let me be honest with y'all i went to the school for a while i went to the school of bbd
1: uh-huh
0: bell biv devoe I didn't listen to him because if I would have listened to, listen to him, they said in their I'm song, funny. "Don't trust the big button to smile." That girl is poison. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But me, on the other hand, I'm, I'm drowned. I'm like, oh wow, she's looking good. She's looking good in all the right places. Like, oh yeah, yes, that's wifey right there. That's wifey right there. And God's like, what's that prayer life like? I, I can work on her own that like we can work on that but like see looking good right now guys like can see in a seed god we can work on that i'm not worried about that right now like but what i'm worried about is do you see how she looking right now but yeah that's big that's something that we have to be aware of if we're not aware of it we setting ourselves up for failure big time and in all honesty, that's why a lot of kingdom marriages aren't working is because we have found ourselves falling into the trap of, well, it's better to marry than to burn. But I've learned in my 33 years of living, you married the wrong person and you may get burned. So like, you got to be selective on who you pick to be your wife or your husband. You got to be selected. Daisy, you're muted. You, It wouldn't be Daisy if she didn't mute herself tonight. You still muted. You still muted. She does this every year. She does this every <laughs> show at least twice. So,
1: at least you know I'm being obedient because you told you told me to mute it.
0: You know. I, yeah, I did. I now did tell you that know because of my static. Because of my <laughs> static. Because of my static, I did tell you that.
1: Right. So now my hot finger self, you know, I stay muted. Like even before saying that, I'm always on mute. Um, but I I, I like that. I like that response. Did y'all want to add anything before we go to the next question?
2: <clears throat> Real quick, I do think that that's a good point. And a lot of times people don't understand that that, that scripture is not just talking about burning in hell. It's also in your flesh, right? So some people think like, oh, I'll just drop and get married. That's going to solve my problems. I'm going to just jump up and marry this person. You know, they have and we can always, um, you know, I can, especially for men. No, let me say, even for women, you know, well, he might not have a good prayer life, but we can work on that. Or he might not ever fast, but we can work on that. He might not go to church faithfully, but we can work on that. But what we don't realize is that a person is just who they are. I'm going to need you to have that personal relationship with God that on your own, because anytime that you get upset with that person or you're mad at me, you're going to go back to who you really are. Well, I was only doing this for your sake. No, I need you to be that to be personal because you can't cover me as a husband. If you don't got a prayer life, you can't see what the enemy's trying to do to me. I'm up preaching to thousands of people and you sitting back there. Just no, I need to be nobody else in the room covering me. I need it to be you. And the same thing with men. A lot of times even with men in ministry, a lot of times their ministries are jacked up, held back to a certain degree because they're married to the wrong person. The wife ain't studying you. Sometimes these women just want the title that comes with you. Sometimes these women want the, the, the fame, the gloat that comes with you. You are connected to the right people and they want to. Be, they want their name found. And this is where Jezebel comes in. Jezebel isn't just lustful. Jezebel wants to be in control. Jezebel wants her name out there. And while you're thinking, oh, she's wife me or she look good, her mind is I want to control this. I want people to know me. I want people to see me, um, you know, are messing up. Like a lot of ministries fail, even like pastoring. You wonder know why some churches are closing? Because the wife isn't doing her position. The real wife wants to be the person. If I'm not in control of this ministry, if anybody faming me, then guess what? I'm coming against it. Whether it be just sitting there being, well, with a uh, clipping their nails while you're preaching, whether it's praying P-R-E-Y against you while you're preaching. And here you are so caught up in the flesh part of it. Cause y'all, you know, the bedroom is good, but you really don't realize that the wife that you living with is the one praying against your ministry is the one coming against your ministries. Her attitude, her nastiness is coming against and causing people not to want to come to this ministry. After a while, if she got common sense. People ain't going to want to be here. People are going to be a part of this. And so this is why we have to be so careful With what spirits we are entertaining and bringing in because baby, you could be good in the bedroom. But if you messing up the very thing that God has called me to do, listen, it's going to be a problem because a woman can speak to your flesh. But here's the biggest thing. Can not she speak to your spirit? A man can speak to your flesh all day. But can you speak to my spirit, man? When I'm feeling like uh, Gideon. I just won this war, but then I got another battle right here. Can you look at me and say mighty woman of excellence? Can she look at you and say mighty man of valor, even though you feel like a wimp right now? But can you look on the inside of me and speak to the spirit man that says, okay, nah, I know what you feel like, but this is what's on the inside of you. I'm here. We got this if the ministry's failing for men pastors or women can your spouse look at you and say baby look i don't even need you i know a pastor right now his ministry but the wife did not know how to get to the women and say you know what we finna have prayer you don't got to get permission to have prayer when women come together and pray things gotta change but a lot of men don't have that because your wife don't gotta she ain't studying whether it fell or not because god didn't really call her So it doesn't fall on her and don't care. And that's why we have to be really be so, 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 so careful because if God called us, guess what? Well, my husband will be a pastor because I wouldn't marry less than as a woman. I wouldn't marry less than um, because I don't want to be unequally yoked. So he has to be a pastor, which that's a whole nother subject that, you know, this ain't that topic, but that's a whole nother subject on the equally yoked because we have a tendency to think it just means we're both Christians. Not at all. But nevertheless, I'm
0: done. Y'all, let's look at some of these comments.
2: Rolling like the homie. Um, <clears throat>
1: so, anybody in the comments asking any questions? I can't see James because you know I'm on my um my mobile device tonight. Fesh, hold on. Let me blow it up on my phone because I had to so
0: put my. said this right um, so here.
1: Flesh is weak when you are in the world, single and dating. You do have to move with intent. Discernment is very important. Yes, Lord. Listen, if you don't have that spirit of discernment, baby, and use it, (laughs) that's a whole trap. And this one says, it is a fact that when we see, we do see with a lustful eyes, right? Because we look at what they look like first before getting to know them, right? But once once you talk with the person and get to know their spirit, check on their heart, that will tell that will tell you a lot. <clears throat> when a person opens their mouth, that tells you a lot. <clears throat> that is also correct. That is true. <clears throat> because we're human beings, right? We're human. We're flesh and human. We got to die to the flesh every day. But when we see a attractive male or woman, we're going to build, you know, it's going to draw our attention. But you're right. <clears throat> if you really activate on your discernment and just not just falling for anything, you will, in conversation, reveal. It, they will reveal themselves. So a lot of times, like James said earlier, we ignore the flags, the signs, <laughs> because we just want what we want. And then we be so hurt, crying, swollen eyes and everything like that why he did me like that why she do that to me i didn't see it yes she did yes you did you know she was fine and up to no good okay so, <laughs> james all right <clears throat> <laughs> really really <laughs> all right let me throw myself one of the buses time yeah, the please flags. do,
0: because I'm sick of being thrown under the bus <laughs>
1: tonight. I've ignored the flags before, and I even said to this man, I said, why are you Zooming like that? He said, but I never had a conversation with you that we were going to date or be together. I was like, oh, that I was so young and just, oh, Lord, thank God for your hands, father. <clears throat> I know better now. Okay. I know better now. But so I'm gonna move to the next question. So the next question that I have for you all is what would be some reasons that a woman would say no? What would be a reason, some reasons that a woman would say no to a proposal? Um, Pastor,
2: you want to go first? I can. Okay. The reasons, if I was to say no, um, I'm starting to see red flags. Um, I am a dreamer. So I see anybody I've gotten close to or thought like, okay, this could be the one. God will show me them in a dream. And if he happens to show me that dream right before I say I do, (laughs) or the proposal happens, it's a no. Um, And so for me, it would pretty much probably be like some red flags. Or um, you are starting to make me feel... This isn't going to be worth worth it. Um, um, yeah, or I'm starting to see signs of you um not being the person that you came off to be. Or if I see you slacking off in your spiritual life, I'm just gonna be really really like that. If I see that you're, you know, I'm having to ask you about going to church or, you know, um, I really know that you're really not praying anymore. Um, you're really not leading the way that you thought or you start making little comments. Or I see Facebook um, comments that really are like, oh, no, we ain't doing this. Um, <laughs> I, I We're not doing this. Let's just be real. Um, because so many times we are using social media as a way to just see how many options we got. Um, I think I said this on my live. I'm not sure if Daisy, you were on there when I did the relationship comment. And I made the comment that a lot of times after men get married, but a lot of times even right before they get get married, they start to look good. And so people notice you that never noticed you. Um, Exes that you really didn't want to break up with. All of a sudden they pop back up and, you know, your actions start to be a little more distant. or you start to act a little funny or, you know, you know. I'm finding I get less attention from you, and it has nothing to do with God or ministry. Um, that would be some of my reasons of saying like, no, let's just not do this. I'm not going to go in anything, and I already know in the door, this ain't it. Now with my ex husband, God said no, and that's the death God. Does say no? It's just <laughs> gonna be a no. I don't care how close. I don't care if we got the ring. I don't care if it's the night before. If God says no, unfortunately. I'm going to cry and try to figure out life, but it is a no because I learned my lesson when God said no and I still went through with it.
1: Brad?
0: Reasons why a woman may say no or a, man, or a man may change his mind even on proposing or, or change his mind after the proposal. The reason why a woman may say no is she's just not that into you. She was alone for a ride. She was alone for the ride, but she wasn't alone for the lifetime. You see, what we mess up a lot of times is people are like trees. And some of them are roots, some of them are branches, and some of them are leaves. The leaves, when you look at them, they start falling off as the season changes. They start falling off. They're not going to be around you forever. They're going to start falling off. They're going to fall off, and they're going to run around and do whatever they want to do. But them roots and that branches, they're going to be here for a while. And What we got to make sure of is that we are not falling in love and marrying somebody that is at leaf, disguising themselves as a branch or a root. And what we also got to pay attention to is just because somebody knows the word of God does not mean that you are supposed to marry them. Let's go, Let's be real. Like, let's be all the way 100. Just because somebody says they love God does not mean that you're supposed to marry them. Because what we have to remember is the devil was once an angel. The devil knows, knew the word of God and still knows the word of God. So you think that the devil isn't going to be listening to what you are telling God? Like, oh God, yes, this is the one, this is the one. And the devil's sitting back like, oh yeah, yeah, that's the one, the one that I sent you. The one that you about to marry that I sent you. You ain't about to be happy. You ain't about to be in bliss. You about to be miserable. You're about to deal with so much drama in your life and we wonder why there's so much headache, stress, and so much drama that we are going through. We get out of one situation and wonder why we're going through another one. It is because we did not marry the person that God intended for us to marry. And what I have learned is something that my mother said. And I never understood what she meant by it until these last couple of years of my life when she said, God is not going to bless a mess. Now he is going to allow it to go on until he gets tired of it, but he's not going to bless it. So let's be all the way real. This is Real Talk Monday. Let's be all the way real. God ain't going to bless you with somebody else's wife. And God definitely ain't about to bless you with somebody else's husband. So if that's what you're looking for, no, that ain't it. But to answer the question on why a man may say no or why a woman may say no, it's simply because if I'm saying no, it's because in my prayer with God, in my time with God, I am looking and I am realizing that you know what god is showing me some things about you that i hadn't paid attention to and if i start getting confirmation after confirmation yo i'm taking my hands off of it because what i'm not gonna do is allow you to come in and wreck everything that god has built up
1: okay you laid a ton of bricks there buddy
2: You cannot,
1: right.
2: Right. It, baby. Right. <laughs> You've been throwing me into the bus all now. I'm coming out. Boom.
1: Oh. <laughs> he got that grown man. <laughs> look what God did to my brother. Okay. Look at little Jase. Sis, I'm just messing with him because I love him. That's-
0: Hold on. This is a good question right here. Hold on, Daisy.
1: Which one? Can you be attracted to someone's anointing? Correct. Ooh. You can. Yes, Lord. listen. Oh, okay. Do y'all even an answer? Okay. So let me quickly answer that question, so we can go to that question right there. Um, to answer the question that I just asked, what would be some reason God said no? Right on spotlight. No, because sometimes God will speak very audibly, like loud and clear. Like she didn't get a sign before, and I said no. And mm-hmm. he's like, the world was that noise that was God. So that would be one reason. The other reason would be um, if we got into an argument, maybe we had a conversation saying that we talked about marriage and maybe um, the woman said you know, not yet or you know, I'm not ready or whatever the case is and he went out and he did it anyways and we, a lot of times we see those proposals going wrong on social media. We don't know also what the underlying reasoning as of why she said no he could have been doing it in a public place like he did this one video jane sent me it was done in the mall and the girl said no and walked away her facial expressions tell me and her demeanor tell me that there was an issue before maybe he cheated maybe she was she was telling him you know marriage 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 and then finally he got caught cheating and he thought he can get her back by finally giving her what she want So there may be numerous reasons because I've heard of that and I've seen it to happen. Um, so that would be my reason. Oh, and then another reason why some, let's be real, some gold digging females may say no is when it really, 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 really get real. Like, Oh, he really want to get married. No, I was just here for the ride and I was just here for his money and no, I don't want to get serious. Cause I know it's also a man of God that, um, He asked this woman to marry him, and she said yes, but she couldn't handle what came with him as a um, pasta, okay? And homegirl just kept lacking, kept lacking, kept lacking. Couldn't uphold, couldn't uphold. And so she had to eventually bow out. Because one thing, like Jane said, God ain't going to give you somebody that can't carry that thing with you. God is not going to give you someone that can't handle the heavy weight that he's putting in your lap as an assignment, that woman or that man is going to come from that point and y'all want to carry that load together. So God can put more on it. Okay. So that was my skill. So the other question, right. What did they, Y'all want to add anything to that?
2: No, you guys are both on point. And you, I, I said equally. Yoked. Yeah. We think equally yoke means just being Christians. Equally yoked is a whole bunch of other stuff included. I don't understand how so many pastors and men of God, especially marry these women with no anointing. With no nothing because you're unequally yoked, and you get up there and preach about it. that we all look at like uh bro, <laughs> y'all unequally yoked over there because it comes with a whole bunch of that. There's no way God called a man the pastor and his wife don't have no anointing, can't teach no other words that's being unequally yoked yeah yeah so So you can
1: start off since you already digged into it about the anointing so to answer the young lady's question that was a great question can you be attracted can you put it back up james for a second that's it it. because i think it was the second part okay um can someone be attracted to someone's anointed is that a good or a bad thing pastor you can go first
2: Let me say this. A lot of people are attracted to our anointing, but not attracted to us. Um, And it happens because the anointing puts you in a place of power, a place of position. And unfortunately, a lot of people, especially women who are always like, I wanna marry a pastor, I wanna marry a pastor. But they really are attracted to that pastor's anointing and they're not attracted to the pastor, the man behind the pastor. Is it wrong? No, but if you're going to do that and make sure that you're attracted to the anointing, then you better make sure you're attracted to the person behind the anointing, the struggle behind the anointing, the realness behind the anointing, the depression sometimes that come behind the anointing that they carry. Most people really are, I tell men a lot of time, even with me, you're probably more attracted to my anointing than you really are attracted to me because you don't know me, right? You don't know... When I'm having emotional moments. You don't know when I'm having sensitive moments. You don't know when I'm feeling like I don't even want to pastor no more. God can take this back. Um, I don't want to prophesy no more. God can have all of this back. I just want to be normal. (laughs) All those things that you go through. So it's not wrong. It's not wrong, but you better be ready for that anointing because even with that anointing, it comes attacks. So it's not just, oh, it's the anointing. Oh, they're anointed. Anytime you're anointed, you can assure yourself there's a lot of warfare that's attached to that person. You can assure yourself that song that says, you don't know the um, price of the oil in my alabaster box, but you don't know the price that came with that anointing. I tell people that all the time, be careful what you're asking for. Be careful what you're even saying you want to marry because if he's highly or she's highly anointed, there's a lot of attacks and a lot of warfare that has came with it and that's gonna come some more. So you're not just marrying and attracted to my anointing. You gotta be marrying and attracted to my warfare that comes with me and I'm gonna let them have some say.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can comment on that real quick. I was watching one of your lives and um, you were prophesying and you said that there was a man um, you probably don't remember because you know when you when God start taking over you just yeah, but <laughs> you were saying something that a young man that was on either on or that God showed you in that moment that he's you're you're not his wife or something to that extent um, because he's attracted to your anointing. And um, so I I can um, agree with that when you said that, because I was like, yeah, that is absolutely sometimes the case. I noticed since I already started speaking, I go and then you can go, brother. All right. (laughs) And So um, for me, not to toot my horn, but I mean, my father created me. Right. So I've never I've never had a problem in that area with a man coming at me and you know getting a man or what whatever the case is and um but I do notice the the difference and in the intensified back and forth with the inbox and messaging and just coming at me I I mean all different types of men uh you have a lot of unsaved men that's living a total different life that is so aroused can we be real in this moment? Arouse. Cause like when I say arouse, I mean it in that way. And I could tell from how what their response, what what, what they'll jump in my inbox and say. And I'm like, that's just nasty. Okay. You, I'm just like turned off, disgusting right now. And I do realize that a lot of them that is not even like faith walking it with God will jump in your inbox and you're like, um, like this one guy said to me. Um, you're really, you're really a woman of God, huh? No, I'm just, I'm just practicing. What, what, what do you mean? Well, I like that in you. What do you like? What? What? You know? He said, "Well, I don't know nothing about that, but you know, I like that. I like that." And I'm like, these men from the south, God, wait <laughs> you know, what I'm saying so. I to answer the question, yes, people can very much be anointed because look, God created us, and when we are in the presence of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, in the presence of Jesus, and God spits you back out, people can see and tell that you've been in the presence of the Lord, they can tell. And because God is such an attractive person, spirit and earth, you know, He's such an attractive light that light grabs anybody anything and anyone it don't matter what they look like but all they see is the anointing in the light of god and i take it for a compliment not because of the you know the attention but because it lets me know that god is with me and that the light of god is on me and that the spirit of the Lord that I've been in the present, that he's had me isolated before he spit me out and put me on this assignment. I know that, okay, God, you are definite because it's a difference. It's a difference from when, you know, you back in school and things like that and men trying to talk to you. I mean, they don't stop. Even if you ignore them, that aroused them even more. Like, I'm going to call my daddy on y'all. Stop leave me alone. Cause I be really, I'd be like, God, tell them to leave me alone. And so yes, it can be a dangerous place to be because some, some women I've seen in ministry and men have, um, allowed that. Okay. Let's, let's talk about this guy, Megan Good and Devin, I believe his name was, I don't know if you guys know of them, but if you look if, uh, just a snippet of their story, because I used to follow him and a snippet of their story was she said that that man is so anointed. He's going to be my husband. God told me he's going to be my husband. She was anointed to that man's prayer life. She was anointed to what that man looked like when he on that stage preaching. Yes, he's good on the eye. But she couldn't uphold that lifestyle because she had to make certain appearance in her transition as being a first lady. And she couldn't do that. And so a lot of, a lot of pastors, male and woman pastors, have allowed that because of their, um, their flesh, if you must say, to deter them into the wrong direction. And now this man, I saw something real quick on Instagram, Devin. He is still mentally going through it because his heart was really forgotten that wife. And, and Megan, you know, so now he's, he don't want to get married anymore. Right now, I believe if he continues to stay in front of God, if that's the plan God has for him, he will change his heart. But we got to be careful because it can be very dangerous. The person that's really riding for God that like Devin was and, you know, really wanted a wife and to go in ministry together. Now he's sincerely hurt. And Mer- Megan is over here all over social media talking about her being free. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this was a whole joke. And this man was seriously. So it's dangerous because that person, one, one someone's going to get hurt. One person is going to get hurt. So that's my, um. what about you, James?
0: Uh, for me, as I think about that, it's uh, right to the anointing. All I can think of is you want the glory, but you don't know the story you want to come celebrate at the end when the victory has already been won where you want to be here for the high hats. You want to be here for the high moments in my life. But when I'm sick, are you going to be here? When I'm having those moments where I am like, Are you going to be here when I have those moments where I'm like, you know what? I don't even want to do ministry no more. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of running all over these world. I'm tired of running all over these streets, helping people and not getting nothing in return. Are you going to be here? Are you going to be on those moments where I'm like, you know what? I don't even feel like getting on live right now. I just feel like laying in this bed and going to sleep and like just... Forgetting everything in the world, like just forgetting it and like just, are you going to be here on those moments where I'm like, you know what? God is telling me I need to take a step back for a minute. I need to take a step back from everything to do with ministry for a quick second so that he can pour into me. Are you going to be here pouring into me as well? Or are you going to be running around here while I'm over here trying to get poured into by God? Are you going to be over here running around and be entertaining other people? Because it's easy to say that I love you when everything is going good. But I have found out in my 33 years of living, love is an action word. So if you ain't showing the action, as the preacher said yesterday in the sermon, you talking loud and saying nothing. So let's just be all the way 100. If you're not showing me that you love me, no, I don't want it. So can you be as right to somebody's anointing? Yeah, you can be. And let me be all the way honest. I don't want my woman to love Reverend James H. Glover III. I don't want her to love that. I want her to love James Herbert Glover III. Forget about the Reverend. Forget about the Dean Glover. Forget about all these titles that I heard. That I hold love me for me. Because these titles will pass and fade away. But are you gonna be here rocking with me when everything else is down? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Listen, when you say something, never mind. When you when you said, can y'all hear me? That's good. Okay.
0: Um Yeah, we you, can hear you.
1: And you said. You want her to love you first before all the titles. I was going to say something, but God said no.
2: Don't do it. Look, don't don't do it.
1: Pastor, do you have something to add to that before I go to the next question?
2: No, because he made her feel I mean, that's just great. You need a person to love you, not the anointing. And a lot of times, people don't understand. Like I said, even with the anointing. And as Jay, your um, was saying, is that well, people see the victory side of it, but just because you have the victory here, just like with Gideon, we'll go back to Gideon. He had just won this battle, but then there's another battle to come, right? Because your anointing doesn't stop, your anointing keeps going, like you keep getting different levels. So there's another battle and more battles to yet come that you still have to conquer. We don't stop having battles until. He didn't call us home. So you have to be able to love me more than you love the anointing on me. Because you have to see me ugly between anointings. Can we say that? You have to see me in an ugly place where it ain't might not be so cute now. (laughs) You gotta see me when I'm crying. You gotta see me when I'm you know fighting with God. Like no. you gotta see me. I preached yesterday. What do you do when God throws you under the bus? That's where you get your anointing. Is when God throws you under that bus, like he did Joe. You know what I mean? So can you? You gotta be able to see me when I'm under the bus and I'm fighting with God and I'm fighting with myself and I'm we we going at it and I'm mad at the death. I'm mad at everybody Just like I need this. So there are dimensions. And so this is why, like the Reverend was saying, you got to love me. You see me more than you see my anointing, more than you see my titles, more than you see my positions. Because I don't want a husband that prophet and pastor. No, I want you to be like Danita. Right? I need Danita. And when I, my husband, I don't need the pastor and I don't need the apostle. I need you. So. But I understand, and that's why, once again, you have to be equally yoked because a chosen person understands a chosen person, an anointed person understands an anointed person. We understand, you didn't pay the price for that anointing. I understand, I'm going to have to see you through some bad situations. I'm going to see you when you ain't so cute, when your glow ain't glowing so much right now. Because under the anointing, you do glow. But, you know, behind that scene and under that bus, you know, you under a bus, you under anything, you don't glow because you're in the dark, <laughs> you're in a dark spot. So it's like I said, I don't think it's anything wrong with it. But just make sure you understand always what comes with it, what comes with them, where they are spiritually. Because if they got a high anointing, they didn't pay the high, high price. And that means there's some ugly, ugly points and some ugly stories behind them. Okay, I'm done. I got
1: that is true. That is true. I don't want to draw it out anymore um, because we amped for time, right, James? What are we
0: at? We at an hour, had an hour five, 25, but it's so good right now.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Part two do you is want definitely to anything coming. anything
1: else on that before I go into the next last two questions? Do you want to touch anything else on that, James?
0: No, she hit on everything. She hit mm-hmm. on it all. Yeah.
1: Right. Go ahead, Pastor. Um, <laughs> so the next question is, let me go back to it. I had it in my um. All right. So just say, for example, the two the 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 woman says no, and they decide to talk it over. Do you return does the man return the ring or does he keep it should you return the ring or should you keep the ring james you can go since you you know the mail and all
0: now as a man i'm definitely returning that ring i got to because if i don't return that ring and I give it to another woman and have the nerve or the audacity to ask her to marry me with that same ring that I gave to another woman. And this woman found out that I asked another woman to marry her to marry me with this same ring that she's rocking on her finger. When I tell you World War three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve is going on in that household. I'm going to be called everything but a sound of God in that household. No, 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 no. I'm returning that ring and I'm getting my money back. Nuh-uh. Mm-mm. That's a simple answer. Return it. Some things ain't worth it. <laughs>
1: um, I'll answer real quick. Um, I would take it back and I would want the man as a woman to take that ring back because... Putting myself in a woman's shoe. If I'm saying no right now, I'm uncertain. I'm unsure. What are we holding on to the ring for? You know what I'm saying? Let that man get his money back. Okay, don't be selfish. Let that man go take that ring back and get his money. Don't try to keep it either until you think about it. So that's my that's my quick response on that. What about you, Pastor?
2: Definitely returning it. Um, if I've said no, you can have your ring back. I don't want... Pretty much anything attached to you after that point, not in a, you know, negative way, but what would I want to keep this ring for? Like, every time I look at this ring, I'm still going to see you at the end of the day. Like, I'm still going to think of the relationship we had or don't have, whatever it is. So for me now, it's simple. You can have it. Do whatever you want to do with it, but I don't want it and I don't need it.
1: So we all, we all agree on that. Before I go to the next question. Wait, wait, wait. Let me ask I'm you a insane. question real quick. Let me oh. ask a question. Okay.
0: So as y'all as women, let's say that you said no to the proposal. <laughs> you and the man agree that y'all breaking up and y'all calling it a day. You see this man about three years later. With another woman, and you see the same way that he proposed to you with on this woman's finger. What are y'all gonna do at that moment? Are y'all gonna tell the woman?
1: (laughs) For me, that's none of my business. Three years we haven't spoken or had any contact, that's none of my business. That's messy, and I don't do mess. We grown right, and so I'm not about to call him out and be like, Isn't that the ring? Like, how do we, you know, what I'm saying that's just me. That's just me. Like, I, if we didn't work out and he that man moved on, if he chose to keep that ring and give it to somebody else, who am I to go and say, I will congratulate him, congratulate them, and move on because chances are I'm married, and, and that don't even matter to me. Like, let them deal with that. That's me
2: so for me i'm going to agree with sis i totally feel like i'm a little different because i'm a person that i don't care what you do once we're done i'm done i know people who try to hold on to their exes and they say oh no i'm not you married and you still worried about oh he dating a friend of mine i could care less what you do who you date you can date my best friend clearly you weren't mine and so i really don't care what you do. That's just how done I become. So if you kept the ring and you gave it to the next woman, so be it. You weren't my husband. I guess that's my mindset. If you're not what God has for me, you're not my husband. We're not there. Do whatever you want to do. You can get married two days later. (laughs) It would not faze me because you weren't it. So no, it wouldn't bother me. No, whatever you want to with that ring. You bought it, it, ain't my money. I didn't buy it. <laughs> right, right, right.
1: So, James, I can't actually, we can't answer that question because you're a whole man. So let me tweak your question a bit. If you ask uh, you were dating someone, you asked the young lady to marry you, and she says no, two weeks or maybe a month after you see her with the dude and she is engaged.
0: What What (laughs) would you do? You said two weeks to a month?
1: Two weeks to a month? Yes, sir.
0: I'm going to walk over there to him and I'm going to be like, congratulations. I'm happy for you. I wish y'all nothing but the best. Please send me a wedding invitation. Now, the petty side of me would want to say. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wasn't I just
1: with you about two weeks ago? And you said no, but she said yes to him.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The petty side of me wants to say it and bring that back up. hmm but what i hope is that at that point the godly side of me is coming out and i walk up to him and i'm like you know what i'm happy for you congratulations wish y'all nothing but success in your marriage hopefully i get a wedding invitation that's it oh you
1: going to heaven bro you're going to heaven for sure you're going to heaven sir
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm, he he said, say for real. <laughs> look. He said, look, look, he y'all think it took me a minute to different answer questions? that question. <laughs> Cause I, I couldn't answer <laughs> the way I wanted to answer at first. I'm like, two weeks to a month later, what?
1: <laughs> the reality of it is that she was playing you. exactly that's why i had to laugh
0: that's why i had to laugh saved your
1: life saved your life Mm. that's
0: why i had to laugh i'm like oh so we playing
1: yeah but it's sad because that really does happen yeah it does i've seen a recording like that surfacing a while ago on social media and yeah we we just gotta like tevis said that discernment is something real um if y'all not gonna add anything to it J- james do we have any questions or any comments
0: mm, so, so we got this one
1: return the rain <laughs> not the pettiness it's not my business yeah absolutely so- that's it. Okay. Y'all want to add anything on that last question? What would you do, Pastor, if that happened to you? Well, I mean, uh-huh. yeah, so I gotta get
0: this answer.
1: So to re- to reverse it, um, okay, reverse it. You're dating someone, you're having a talk like we're supposed to about, you know, marriage. And he mm-hmm. says, Yeah, I'm all for marriage, you know. Yeah, definitely, we like to marry you. And he said, I'm working on getting a ring and so forth. And y'all ring shopping and whatnot. And he's stolen on it. And so then you says to him, I'm not going to wait past two, three years. I'm not doing it. You break it off with him because he took forever to actually give you a ring. You see this man two weeks after, and he's with a woman, and she got a ring.
2: <laughs> okay, so... Story. I was engaged to this gentleman. We had talked about marriage. He came down here, I wasn't there. Everybody knew on social media. It was a big thing. Like we're getting married. And he called it off. And I think less than a month, but I'll give him a month. He was engaged to somebody else. And I think, and within the two month period, he married some. He married her. Um, initially I felt some type of way, like, okay. Um, now I'm not going to be like red and say, I'm going to invite me to the wedding. No, sir. That ain't going to happen. I don't want to go. I ain't super saved yet. I ain't made it there. (laughs) My angels are still working on me. Um, (laughs) I ain't going to the wedding. Um, but I did feel some type of way, like that's odd, right? Like who just gets engaged that quick and gets married that quick. Um, but then I had to be realistic with myself that, in all realness, this, this man, you know, had some issues when it came to just who you are and where God, you know, is where God has you at now, forget where you're going. And, um, you know, a couple of my friends were like, oh, so-and-so he got married and so-and-so, you know, we're still friends. So I see him and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I don't really want to know at this point. Like, let me deal with my my personal, my flesh, right? Let me deal with me. Um. So yeah, like I let it go, you know, pretty much like, okay, whatever. Um, out of sight, out of mind. But yeah, he, it, that did happen. Like it wasn't two weeks, but it definitely was a month later. And it was like, hmm, okay, Um. it is what it is. So like I said, there was no hard feelings. You know, he reached out to me later. Actually, that marriage didn't last. Um, he reached out to me later, blah, blah, blah. And I was just kind of like, you know, once you've done that, you know, there's nothing else to talk about. Let's just stay where we are. Um,
1: wow. So you see, it really happened. And I was just giving the scenario.
2: So. I know it was really my life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> real life, real life. Yeah, this my real life. I mean, people out here just doing anything, y'all. Dang. And I mean, I i have something similar. We weren't really, we were just talking, someone at my old church. And um yeah, like we were hanging out, and, like they came to my house and things like that. This was before my super save day, y'all. Judge me if you, you won't. But um <laughs> and so you know, we had we hung out, we had good. time and things like that whatnot and we would have I would have conversation with him we would text throughout the day while I'm at work while he's at work and so forth. Great conversation. And and, um I said to him, I said, what are you are you just looking around looking to just fool around, just you know, waste time just to talk or whatever the case is. And his comment was I'm a I'm a great amazing woman. Um and i'm somebody's wife so that led me to believe that he wasn't really interested in me and so i said so you said so i said to him i said so you're saying that i'm a good i'm good for someone but not you is that clear is that what i'm what you're saying it will beat around the question and he'll say he will say because the other ladies at church that kind of knew and had an idea they would be like, you know, so-and-so his name, and they would say to him, She's a great catch. I don't know what's wrong with you. And he was known, you know, to be outside of church and in church, just don't have a great track record, right? And I didn't know that. I was fairly new to the church. <clears throat> and so they will always and he will always be like, Mom, nah, I'm just not ready to settle down. I'm not ready for a relationship. This man is engaged, okay. But guess what? Because we were following each other. This is how I know that God really, really, like, I'm so unbothered. Like, y'all get to know God for real, for real because you'd be, like, really unbothered. And, but that's how you know you have forgiveness and not bitterness in your heart. And I'm happy because he looks sincerely happy. And they, his wife-to-be is beautiful. And I love their relationship. And I said to him when he posted the, um, their uh, photo, the, the the video from her surprise, surprise proposal, because she didn't know. And he planned, he planned, and he wasn't this type of guy to plan this whole big thing, got her, got her mom to get her there, surprised her, set up photo shoot and everything. And when I saw it, I was like, wow. And I had like this happy dance in my heart, because regardless if it was to me, God's still doing it. God woke him up. He's not He's not out there tricking anymore and things like that. I hope not. I didn't get that. I really, because he's talked to me after the fact about how he feels with her. He started bringing her to church and and so on and so forth. So I say all of that to say also is that I feel that the right woman, the right woman for that, for a man will really have him to man up, boss up, wake up, and all this other stuff. You can't chase a man down that don't want to commit and devote himself to you. That means that's not my husband. And I give him away so he can go find his wife. Because I don't want to continue to be in a relationship or in a situationship where that man don't see me as his wife. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, if that was to happen to me, I would, like what happened with this young man. I congratulated them, both of them. I tagged her and him. I was like, congratulations, your, love's, your love looks beautiful. And that was no no shade or nothing like that. And it made me feel good because I'm like, I'm really not this young, little hard-headed, stubborn, bitty, Betty, petty girl that be wanting to go into somebody's post and cuss them out real good and tell all his business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, I would just take it as a blessing in the disguise. Like, cool for y'all. And you found each other. And I'm blessed if y'all are happy. Um, If y'all don't have anything to add to that, I can go to the next question. Anything else? No? I'm good. You good? Okay. All right. So the last question is... All right. If you decide to stay together, how long do you wait or what time frame should you set to then approach the engagement again? If the two do decide to stay together after that, should there be a time frame set? And if so, how long do you think for your Um, we can go with who went last? We can go with past the
2: first. Oh, this is kind of a challenge for me to answer because I just wouldn't say I would stay. Um, But if for some strange odd reason, I decided to stay. um, I, um, once again, because of my position, um, it wouldn't go past probably six months. If we haven't made this determination in six months, we're wasting time, Um, life is really short. At the end of the day, life is short. You know, um, let me say this, for most men that I talk to who are real with themselves and real with me, because I have a lot of brothers in Christ, um, usually say men know really in the first three conversations, she's wifey material or she's not, right? They know in the first six months I'm going to marry her or I'm not. Um, And so if we're at this place of you not knowing. I just don't want to stick around while you're deciding if your other options won't work. Um, That's just how I see it. I'm not going to stick around. But if I decide, because that's the question, if I decide I am, you really have six months. To figure this out, you have six months decide like we're going to do this um people brag on you know people being together because i really just had this conversation at work had no idea i was going to be doing this tonight we were just talking about even nipsey and how everybody brags about him and lauren's relationship and it's like they were together for 10 years and they ring really, like no marriage <laughs> like that's nothing to brag about <laughs> not to me a man doesn't think i'm worthy to carry his last name is Nothing to brag about to me, and that's not a relationship goal for me. Not by any means. I don't care how much you can do for me, it's not a relationship goal. Like, either I deserve to carry your last name, or I just don't you just don't deserve my time. But six months. To be fair, if I'm gonna do it, we're not going past six months. You're not getting a year of my life, you're not getting two years, you're not getting Because you're now you're in you're interrupting where my my real husband clearly needs to be like I could be married in those six months <laughs> to somebody else, or I could be married in that year's time, so six months is all he gets
1: that's true, James
0: <clears throat> for me, if you say no to a proposal to me and for some reason. God done spoke to me and done told me to stay around. You got 30 days. 30 days to where we can figure this out. We can go back and see the God. Talk to God and see where we need to go next. If you don't know in 30 days if I am your husband, then why am I wasting my time with you? We're going to keep it pushing. You can find your husband, and I can find who I know the God has as my wife. Because let's keep it all the way 100. If I've been proposed to you already, I've already given you at least three months. I'm not about to give you three more. You got 30 days to make up your mind of what you want to do. That's it. Hmm.
1: I was surprised that Pastor was her saying she was being grace. That was the grace of God and her. She said six months. I was I waiting was on cold. that. I was like I 30, was
0: days. My... 30 days.
2: 30 days. So crazy. Crazy. And I was trying to be very, very, very graceful. Because <laughs> <laughs> y'all see, I kept pressing like, really, no, I don't think I'm waiting. It <laughs> yeah. went way deep on the grace. Okay. <laughs> The graceful God gives me trust. You me, um, oh, I'm really like no, but you know, if, and like we're said, like if God spoke, it really would have to be God that says, like you know, almost like God did Hosea to Gomart, like go back, you know, she out there doing that, go back and take her as your wife. Um, it would really have to be one of those moves. As um, who is Ricky Smiley when he plays Miss Bernice? Jesus came off the cross himself to tell me. Just said, Jesus came off the cross and said, "Chick, stay in this." Yeah, like I said, I would. Grace is saying six months, but the real Donita, my flesh, is like really probably like not at all, but maybe two weeks, three. But Grace is saying, Grace (laughs) abounds.
0: See, that's what that's the honest answer. That's what I was writing on the two weeks to three weeks. That's what I was writing on.
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> two or three weeks, a grace of
0: <laughs>
2: Sometimes I hope he will speak for us. Because <laughs> <laughs> my flesh said, no, at all. But
1: <laughs> listen, okay. Listen. All right. So for me, um, we're going straight boot camp for the Lord. Right away. If we, if we have to, like, if the question is, if we decide to stay together, so we we doing a seven day fast, because <laughs> one of us not heard from God wrong, obviously. So we are doing a seven day fast together. We have seven days, and the clock starts ticking for them seven days as soon as we both agree that. All right, let's try it. I'm say, sir, we are going fast then no food we're turning our plates down and we're just doing water for seven days bro if you gotta lock yourself in this house so you won't look at nobody else just to figure out where you went wrong or where where i went wrong or something like that no seven days grace period great you know when you buy something and they tell you they advertise you have five or seven days to return return the sender god take him lord he's not mine after seven days so yeah, we seven days if we have to if we yeah, yeah stay together seven so that's the lucky number seven seven the number of completion and you need to move out the way like Pastor said so God can move my husband closer because the longer you entertain something that's not for you God is not going to bring that person while you're currently in a situation and A lot of times we feel that God will do that. I mean, if it's a counterfeit and we have somebody, because nine times out of the ten, if you're with someone, you really are oblivious at first that they're a counterfeit. And so you're not praying that God, if this is a counterfeit, move her or he out of my life. So, unless you have someone on the outside interceding for you, saying, God, if my man or, you know, if God revealed to you your husband and your wife, and you know there was someone in this account of it because God told you that's your husband or your wife, and God will tell you to pray and intercede because that is indeed a, a Jezebel spirit or, or a counterfeit. Um, nine times out of ten, they find out the hard way if you don't have somebody, your your real wife or your husband, praying for you. And then you become trapped like, trapped, plucked, All right, so that's that's my answer. Seven days trial run. Seven days trial run after the wah-wah, and after seven days, we do say, sir, that we tried, and that's not what it's gonna be. So that's my answer. Um, Is there anything before we go and before we do closing words? Is there any James? I can't pull up the comments. Is there any comments or questions?
0: Uh, no, no, uh, just a lot of people saying three months,
1: three months, coast is clear, coast is clear. All yeah. right, do you have anything else? Um, James, before we do closing words,
0: uh, definitely let me play this quick commercial, real quick, and then uh, we'll come back okay. to our closing words. All right. Hello, everyone. It's Alina L. Walker,
2: and I want to take a moment and invite you to go to MusicLoveAwards.com and vote for my family, Tevis, Dacia, and James H. Glover III for Podcast of the Year for Real Talk Monday. Listen up. Voting starts May 15th, and all you have to do is go to MusicLoveAwards.com and vote Real Talk Monday for Podcast of the Year. Thank you all so much, and you have a wonderful day. Bye.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, please go vote, go vote, go vote. Their website is down there in the at the bottom of the screen. You can vote as many times a day as you want. Go over there and vote for Will Talk Monday for Podcast of the Year. God is doing some great things. It is not us. It is all about God. Just, uh using us, and uh, we're just grateful to be the vessels that he's using.
1: All right, James. Um, All right. So since we have a guest tonight, we'll have her share her closing words first. Then um, I'll do it. And then we'll let the producer go last so he can close it out with a bang. You know, you know what I'm saying? All right. Go, Pastor.
2: So my only closing words is in anything that we do first, make sure we're seeking God, make sure it's the will of God. Make sure this is what God is ordaining in this hour of your life. And when we go God's way, we cannot go wrong. Um, The next thing is understand that life is valuable. And so while we're waiting for the perfect time, timing is on the clock. Um, And so we always wanna make sure that we are not waiting for everything to be perfect because some things will never be perfect. But if there's a person you love and you know that this is what God is doing, Go for it. Make that move. Take that step. Um, don't let fear step out on faith. Believe God and keep God as a head and the center of your marriage. A three chord strand cannot be easily destroyed. So it's your wife, your husband and it's God. And so I encourage you to always know that it's God's will and stay in his will.
1: Sorry, y'all. Um- I like that pastor. I was going to say something similar to that as well. Um, in all things you want to see God. Cause a lot of times if we go outside of his planning, then we end up into a dead end or we crash. Right. So my takeaway advice to anyone that's watching this, that's either in any one of the situation that we discuss, dating, um, that is in a limbo on if that man or that woman wants to join in marriage, I would say go before the Lord. God is going to bring someone that is sure of you and what they want. Just remember that. God is going to bring someone without the confusion. So if the new person that you're encountering with looks like your familiar place or looks like your past, 9 times out of 10, that's a, that's a familiar spirit that's that's following you. And so how to break that is go before God because we make our hasty hasty fleshly decision based on what we desire. And again like I Uh, Like the other, like James and Pastor said, God knows what we need and what we should have better than what our desires are. So just in all things, put God first and make sure that in your time of singleness that you are preparing yourself and you're not just waiting for that right person to come. Because in your preparation time, you should be growing as well. So that once God is working on the person that he has for you and vice versa, that man is praying for that particular wife in you and God knows he's going to pair you guys up. There's certain things that God has to get in order first as well. I'm not saying God to be he has to be perfect, but it needs to be a God thing. And when I say a God thing, it's going to be that God gets the glory and the praises for that connection because he's the best love maker and his angels that work for him. So um, y'all be blessed. And thank you for watching. Go ahead, James.
0: For me as uh, in closing, uh, as I always say, sometimes our disappointments are nothing more than God's appointments. Meaning some things that we're looking at is bad. God is only turning it around for our good. So that no could be nothing more than a yes from God. That notice you are hearing from that person could be a they wasn't for you anyway. Because in all honesty, we can get ourselves in a situation as Job got himself in when he married his wife and as he was on his bed of affliction and he was close to death, his wife looked at him and said, why don't you just curse God and die? You don't need somebody in your life that is going to tell you when you are at your lowest point, why don't you just curse your God and die? You need to make sure that you have a spouse in your life that is going to be down on her knees praying with you and be like, you know what, we're going to tear down the enemy's camp at this time. Devil, you don't have no authority, you don't have no power, you don't have nothing over here. You cannot touch the anointed one that God has given me. So just make sure that you're not ignoring the red flags. Make sure that you are paying attention to God's word and make sure that you are listening and place yourself in a position to where you don't get so filled up with lust that you miss out on what God has for you. Y'all stay tuned next week we will be celebrating episode 100 of Will Talk Monday. So y'all definitely don't want to miss that. We have a great surprise for you all on next week. You never know who I guess is going to be. You guys stay looking out on the Will Talk Monday page to check out the flyer as that is posted because when I tell y'all it's going to be a celebration. It's definitely going to be a celebration for that. And stay tuned to the podcast. You never know. There might be some uh, special interviews that get swapped throughout the week as we wrap up to get ready for episode 100. So stay blessed, you all. See y'all shortly. Peace. Love y'all.
1: Thank you for listening to the Real Talk Monday podcast. Now it's time to hear from the purpose pusher, Andrea Perry with your weekly words of affirmation. Great morning, great evening. I am so excited to be a part of the affirmation series for September. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we shall rejoice and be glad in it. If you hear your favorite co- affirmation, drop it down in the comments. Type it out for me. This is the month of September and I am your purpose pusher, Andrea Purry, pushing you into purpose with prayer and affirmations. Let's get started with our affirmations. I am healthy, whole, and complete. I am healthy, whole, and complete. My body is healthy, my mind is brilliant, and my soul is tranquil. My body is healthy, my mind is brilliant, and my soul is tranquil. I possess the qualities needed to be extremely successful. I possess the qualities
0: needed to be extremely successful. Have a great day.